Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not an insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Um, I think that... With the spring game, I think you leave with more questions than answers. Um, I think last year's spring game was a little bit more organized. Um, I mean, you could just tell that with all the influx of new personnel, they didn't they didn't really know who could do what. Um, just my opinion. Um, I didn't know that, uh, like I said last week, I didn't know that Darius Darius Washington was injured. Um, I look at him as a big contributor this year at the guard position. Um, But, you know, it's a long way to go. Um, But I, I, I like some things. I like Pittman. I like, um, I liked uh, McCall. I like uh, I like Vance. I like Thomas. I you know, I, I just think you got a you got you got a nice defensive back group, and uh, you know, hopefully we can keep all them guys. Um, again, I would commend the, the coaching staff for offsetting the losses in high school recruiting with transfer portal guys but it's not a guarantee every year that you're going to be able to offset your recruiting with transport transfer portal guys so it's it's just really important to get your uh, recruiting uh, up to par and I know you're operating with limited resources but Still, you got to get the guys that you can get and get the guys that you're supposed to get. Um, I thought A.J. Duffy was going to do something. He really, I didn't really, I wasn't really impressed with none of the quarterbacks. I like the running backs. Um, You know, they mixed up the offensive linemen, so you didn't really have a true 1A, 1B, or you know, one or ones and twos, they mixed up the ones and the twos because we all know that Caden Lyles is going to be the center, and he looked impressive. I, you know, um, Dylan Gibbons looked all right. Um, Rod Orr looked pretty good. Um, defensively, Lundy still looks heavy out there. I know they say he down to 240, but he still looks kind of heavy to me. I would love to see him get down to, like, 230, man. Um, the uh, They didn't really use Amari Gaynor as a edge rusher. I would love to see that. Uh, all in all, I mean, if I'm grading it, I would say... C minus, D plus. 
Um, I, it's just a lot of work to do. I know you can't just come out there and showcase your whole offensive and defensive playbook. I know that. But it's just you can look crisp. You can look like a well-oiled machine, right? And it just it just didn't feel that way. Um, that team out there looked like a 5-7, and 4-8 type team. And we we hope and pray that the season doesn't go that way. We hope that we can improve on last year's record. That's what we're hoping for. But only time will tell, man. Um, you know, we we just got a long way to go before we can even think about getting back to where we used to be as a program. My whole thinking on this Amarius Mims situation is just you know wait and see um you know as I'm recording this I mean I haven't seen anything where he's committed to Florida State and I seen the little video on YouTube where you know a certain outlet was reporting that he had committed um you know (laughs) I just think it's kind of irresponsible to report that stuff if you haven't heard it from the actual recruit because that could, you know, influence him to go to, you know, your arch rival. And you just you just never know with that kind of stuff. Um, you know, he's a big guy. I'll be honest, I've never seen the kid play it down. So I can't sit here and say, okay, if we get him, he's going to put Florida State over the top and we're going to be in the playoff. Um, He was a five-star guy coming out of high school. I mean, he would easily be the most uh, coveted um, offensive lineman on our roster. Um, Just from all the stuff that people say about him. Now, I, again, I've never – I don't watch a lot of Georgia football, so I can't sit here and say if the guy can play or if he can't play. Everybody's saying he can play. So, I, you know, until I actually, you know, put eyeball, eyeballs on the guy and, and see him, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to hold back my opinion on whether he's going to be an asset for Florida State. I mean – um, but you know, anytime that we can get a talent of that caliber, you know, based on what people are saying, I mean, you, of course you're going to welcome that onto your team. Um, you know, I, I try, when I try to critique these guys, I'm not critiquing them. Like I know football inside and out. I tell y'all at the beginning of every podcast, I'm a fan, and I'm I'm critiquing this from a fan standpoint. I don't I don't try to analyze. I'm not a football mind. Um, you know, I played high school football. That's the extent of my football career, and you know, I know a little bit of defense just from playing defense in high school, but. Nowhere close to what these people, uh, these young men in, in college, what they do. So I don't try to act like I know football inside and out. But 
However, okay, I know I can look at a guy and say, okay, if that guy can play or not. Okay, I can look at an Alex Hornibrook and tell you he's garbage. Okay, I can look at a Jameis Winston and tell you he's a player. I can look at Dalvin Cook and tell you he's a player. I, I think I can do that. Okay. I can I can look at a, a guy and just, you know, based on what he's doing, and I know he's going against other top-tier athletes, but still, I mean, this is the profession he chose. So, um, you know, that's it. Um, not an analyst, not a journalist, not a reporter, not an insider. I, I everything is just my opinion. And um I know Florida State got some really good players. Um so I you know, but I, I'm allowed to have an opinion. I don't have to be some kind of football guru just to have an opinion. So and I don't I don't listen to other people's stuff and try to regurgitate what they're saying. Everything that I do on my podcast it's just, it's really just ad lib. There's no script. There's no anything. I just tell you how I feel about Florida State football. So, um, I think if we get this guy, they're gonna it's gonna be plug and play. I think he, you know, based on what everybody's saying, he he's gonna he's a heck of a talent, and he would be an upgrade over you know either tackles. Any of the tackles that we currently have on the roster. So, I mean, he's six seven three thirty. He doesn't look three thirty. He looks more like two eighty. That's how lean he is. That's how you know. So, you know, I can't wait if we get him. So, I'm not gonna get overly excited because again, Miami has more money than us, and they might just put more money on the table but you know hopefully we can get him this is why I never jumped a gun on these type of situations I mean this this kid ends up going back to Georgia he's probably getting more money to stay at Georgia and this is why I don't try to report news or I'm sorry break news or do anything like that cuz ultimately you could be wrong. You don't know what kind of decision the kid is going to make and and just it you have to be a little bit more responsible when you are reporting stuff. You can't just throw stuff out there and just one of the more respected Florida state, you know, sports news outlets reported that this guy Amarius Mims was coming and Nobody knew anything. I just want to know where they got their information from. I mean, I hate using that term fake news, but it was fake news. And you just have to be a little bit more responsible than that. And, uh, you know, I'm just disappointed in them guys, man. You know, you got to you got to get your facts straight before you just dump something on YouTube. So, I mean. Getting getting the Marius Mims would have made a heck of a difference, but I don't think he was going to take us to the college football playoff. So, you know, that's it. 
you know, I was more upset with losing Hunter Washington than getting Amarius Mims. I just felt like Hunter Washington was going to be, I mean, I would have rather Jerry and Jones got on his rocket ship and got out of this program because I felt like after uh, Brownlee, Jarvis Brownlee, Jerry and Jones was the next worst DB and I was more upset about losing Hunter Washington. And uh, we also uh, lost Jordan Young to the both of those guys to the transfer portal. Jordan Young was arguably our best receiver last season. And um, so I know we've brought in some replacements, but we don't know what those guys are going to be yet. Um, so... You know, I, I respect Florida State for going after Mims and trying to get him and trying to put put together an NIL package and doing all that stuff. But, you know, I felt like losing Hunter Washington was the bigger situation to me. I know we're stacked at DB, but you just never know what's going to happen when it comes to injuries and things of that nature. So, um Either way it go, man. It did, you know. You could, you could bring in the most talented. You could bring in the most talented player at any position at Florida, then bring him to Florida State. That's not gonna make us a a a a, a playoff contending team. We need multiple years of top five recruiting classes in order to contend for the national championship. That's already been a proven formula. You don't get to the national championship or the college football playoff, um, you know, with with a bunch of uh, no-name guys. And we know Cincinnati made it, but Cincinnati plays in the uh, American Conference, which, which is – you know, I'm not going to say they're less talented, but, you know, they're not the SEC. They're not Power 5 football. So, you know, we need multiple years of great recruiting classes, all in particular on the offensive and defensive lines, and then we can talk. We Until then, it's a moot point. We, we're going in the right direction with both offensive and defensive lines. I think we got enough, you know, a frisbee catching dogs, and now it's just we need to get better at the point of attack, and then I think you can start putting Florida State up there with some of the top programs again. But we got a long way to go. You know, strength and conditioning has to take a monumental leap. Okay, and just the mindset of the program has to take a monumental leap. But I mean. Norvell has the thing going in the right direction. I will give him that. I think they realize what they have to do in terms of uh, getting this program back on the right path. And I, I respect tremendously that they even went after Mims. Um, I, I felt like it was going to be a long shot to get him, uh, offensive lineman of that caliber. But they they – at least they went hard. I mean, maybe he did leverage us against Georgia, but hey, some that's just the way college football is right now. 
you took a swing, you missed, hey, you got to get back up and try again. So, um, you know, that's just the nature of college football at the moment. And, you know, what are you going to do? If you wouldn't, if 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 this staff would not have went after him, I mean, the fan base was going to be up at arms. We went after him and we lost. Um, so it is what it is. Um, you know, I, I don't, I don't begrudge the player nothing. He did what he was supposed to do, get the most money he can get. You know, playing this game is not guaranteed forever. And he did what he was supposed to do. So, I mean, and the question is now, I mean, who do you go to now? For your starting tackles, I mean, we're already sustaining injuries on the offensive line, and the season ain't even started yet. I mean, it just goes back to strength and conditioning. So, some of these young guys gonna have to step up very early. So, I just hope that uh, we can get our strength and con- strength and conditioning up to par. I mean, it's April now. You talking four months? I mean, I've seen. I've seen things magically happen, but, you know, offensive linemen, you know, it's a different kind of strength you got to have to play that position. And people always talking about, well, why does he always talk about the offensive line? You know, I just think, in my opinion, watching football for all the years that I've watched football and – it took me, and I've probably come to this conclusion within the last, uh, I don't know, four or five months. The offensive line is really the the nucleus of football. It's not the quarterback. Because you can put any guy back there, if you give him time to throw, he'll make the, he can make the throws. Okay. I mean, you you just look at some of the quarterbacks, you know, that have played this game, and I'm not going to say any names, but, you know, just weak arm quarterbacks that had good offensive lines. And that's just the best example that I could give you. And to, I think – I just think that's what really – if you have a great offensive line – you're scoring points. You're not kicking field goals. You're not punting. Your your defense is resting. It controls so much. You can run the football. You can take time off the clock. If your quarterback needs to make a money throw, he's going to have time to make the throw. I, I just think those five guys are more important than the quarterback. Now, it's great to have a great signal caller. Don't get me wrong. But he's depending on the offensive line. To protect him. And. Uh, you know. I, I, I'm i I'm glad. Florida State went after Mims. It, it shows that they. Know what they have to do. To get this team. Back in good standing. Back in the conversation. Of being one of the elites. In the nation. They, they recognize that. And. Uh, you know, we didn't get him. It's okay. I mean, it's not the end of the world. 
I think we got some good guys. I mean, it's just that's just how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, I I still think even if we had Mims on this team, it was gonna be a work in progress. You know, I don't think we were gonna go out there and roll up five hundred yards of offense a game. So, um, we got a long way to go, and I keep saying that. You know, this is not a one-year rebuild. This is a multi-year rebuild. And, uh, you know, I really want to see what Lloyd Willis has at one of these tackle spots. I really want to see him. You know, he's been in the program. This will be his fourth year in the program. I want to see what he can do, man. It's time to put him out there. So, um. Rod Orr is a big guy. He looked decent in the in the uh, spring game. He looked decent. So that's that's really how Florida State is going to turn this thing around. Great offensive line play. That's how we're going to turn this thing around. So um, thank you for listening. Um, Gold Nose Podcast is available everywhere. Rate, review, subscribe. I appreciate everybody that listens on a week on a weekly basis. Uh, new episode drops every Wednesday at midnight, and uh, I'm just gonna keep growing this thing, man. Uh, it's just a hobby. I'm not trying to become rich and famous. It's just something that I love to talk about sports in general, but you know Florida State football especially, and uh, you know my Heat, my Miami Heat is the number one seed, and hopefully we can get to the finals. Um, Atlanta Braves fan, um, and, um, and, um, San Francisco 49ers fan. So I love all my teams, especially love the nose, go nose. And, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, we can do something this year.